Um, yeah, so I grew up in this area. I grew up about eight minutes from here. Um, I went to King's High School. Grew up uh, literally in a, in a house um, where my folks divorced when I was 10. And um, that really kind of shook my world when I was a kid. Um, I think I put a lot of stock in my parents staying together forever. Um, I can remember times where they would argue and I would go to my mom and, and I'd be, you know, six, seven, eight years old and I'd go, mom, please tell me you guys aren't going to get a divorce. Please tell me that you're not going to get a divorce. And I would get, so like that would be my first thought. And then, um, I was at my first Boy Scout summer camp and I was gone for, yeah, um, yeah, man, uh, love that. Uh, yeah, so at my first summer camp and uh, came home from a, my first week away and my parents were divorced. And it was a pretty, pretty scarring time in my life, I'd say. Uh, my whole idea of what a family dynamic, what a family unit what I thought it looked like was pretty much shattered. Oh, I, I should mention I was, I was not raised in a Christian home. Probably should preface that. Uh, parents are not believers, really no background spiritually uh, from either side. My grandfather was Jewish. My grandmother was a Christian, um, didn't go to church. Um, my dad's side of the family, like nowhere to be found uh, with, with their spiritual walk. So. Definitely a kind of a broken, empty kind of family dynamic there. So um, I didn't really know what a family looked like at, at the age of 10 anymore because it was, it's now, you know, coordinating holidays. Okay, I'm going to be here on this day. I'm going to be here on this day. Mom's doing it this, what, this time. Dad's doing it this time. So it's just this moving back and forth the houses and it's just, you know, it gets kind of, bitter and it gets kind of, uh, it's hard to explain um, if you haven't gone through it, but it's just, it's just tough. So it's not ideal. It's not the way God designed it. Um, so uh, I'm at this point, we're fast forwarding. I'm 14 years old, um, obsessed with soccer um, and spending a lot of time thinking about, all I did on Sundays pretty much growing up was playing soccer. So up until I was 14. And so um, I was very into that. And that was probably my primary idol, that and playing guitar were my big idols at heart and that I would definitely struggle with after becoming a Christian. Um, so um, one of my childhood best friends, um, I spent the night at his house. Um, we woke up and he said, do you want to go to church? And I said, Sure. So he brought me to this church. And I remember being in youth in, I think, either this room or I think it was, I think it was this half of this room where you guys are sitting on this side um, when I was 14. So I'm 27. So a few years ago, 13 years ago. So Kyle was there. Kyle would have been there. Um, Kyle remembers old Dusty, uh, the old Dusty. So, um, and I had no church background. So I'm just like in this room and, and, and our youth pastor 
at the time was like, what's something y'all are looking forward to when you get to heaven? And everyone was saying, I think it'd be really cool if there was a color that we've never seen before. And someone said maybe that they'd get to meet their grandparent or something. And it got to me and I, I, I was like, I hope there's a bar in heaven. <laughs> that, was, that was what unchurched Dustin said. And I'm sure if Kyle remembers this or not, but people were probably like, what? Like, what's up with this guy? So like, where'd he come from? So when I got there, there was a dude that I remembered. His name was Danny. And he went to Moeller when I was in eighth grade. And being at King's, we would kind of just pick up Moeller kids that lived in the district or St. X kids, and we'd drop them off at this other bus stop location at Kroger. Like, it was weird. Anyway, <laughs> don't ask me, but it's part of my story, okay, guys? So it's weird. So picked up this Moeller kid. He was the second to last stop. I was the last stop. So the bus is full. We're sitting next to each other. And so after I had just talked about wanting to know if there was a bar in heaven, I remember seeing Danny. And I was like, hey, man, I haven't seen you in like a couple years. How you doing? He's, old, he's two years older than me. So like, obviously, you know, when you guys are younger and there's a guy two years older, it's like he's obviously cooler than me. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You guys are you're living it. Right. So hopefully not. But um, anyway, so it's. I, I guess kind of reconnect with Danny and that led to a really um, intense lot I mean it's been a lifelong friendship so Danny would just bring me over to his house like hey you want to hang out I'm like sure let's hang out he lived like two, two minutes down the road so we would just chill all the time play basketball play sports just play video games just hang out but it was in his house is where I've, I heard the gospel for the first time. Um, and it, it was one of those, like, in one ear out the other. I'm like, nah, too busy. Just trying to figure out what it's like being a 14-year-old at a public school. So a lot of bad decisions at that time in my life. It was this amazing kind of cosmic spiritual battle that was happening because literally as the, at the time that the Lord had really revealed himself and me hearing the gospel for the first time was like at the same time that I was like getting into partying and and um, just inappropriate relationships with girls and just it was just amazing at this time like it was worlds colliding and it was it was like I couldn't be further from uh, what it should be so Essentially, uh, I'm hanging out with these, these Christians on Wednesday nights at this youth group. All of you guys. <laughs> anyway, and then I'm like partying with my friends on the weekend. And it's like I'm living this double life of like this is what it looks like as young Christian men and women. And I'm going to like Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I, I don't know if it's still at Kings or not, but FCA. Um, so like I would go do that I would I was like figuring out what this Christianity thing was but all while literally being in 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 the Ogden's house this is Danny's family just hearing and just being a um, just a I don't even know how to say the word but just hearing the gospel all the time so fast forward 
Um, it's my junior year. Danny had already graduated high school, still really good friends with him. I'm dating this girl, bad relationship, but her parents are telling me the gospel. And I'm like, Danny's parents, Audrey's parents, they're all kind of saying the same thing, okay? That relationship ended. My relationship with the Lord really didn't exist, I would say. It's, it was just, I would call myself a Christian before I would do bad things. I would take this cross off that for whatever reason, when I was 10 years old, I wanted this cross and my grandma gave it to me. And I wore this cross like all the time, but I wasn't a Christian. And so I would take that off before I would do bad things because I felt like it was a bad omen or something. I don't know. I felt like it was very unchristian to do that. I don't know. But uh, that's what I would do. I would take this cross off. And so I'm taking this cross off, putting it back on. I'm doing this all the time, not really understanding what the heck I'm doing. So at this point, uh, I'm 17 years old, and um, I'm just hanging out with Danny, hanging out with his family. They're still loving on me. I'm going through hard things, uh, family members dying, things like, you know, just what's, what's going on in my life. And they're just loving on me. And I'm like, this is amazing but weird like here's my garage code that they're giving me here's all the food here's just come on in you're one of our kids and I'm like this is really cool and it's like this I don't have this family and I don't have I don't I don't get to see what it's like to have a family like this and so it was just really cool to experience that and so I'm 17 years old and uh I, I guess I'm just telling you I'm 17 years old. So fast forward, graduate high school, fall of my 18th year of life, I guess I should say. That's a weird way to say it. But I start dating this other girl. Guess what? Parents start talking about Jesus. I'm like, this is weird. Terrible relationship with this girl. Okay. Really bad. Um, manipulative inappropriate cross is coming off a lot just it's a it's a very um, bad thing that I was a part of in this relationship but I think God used it to really redeem a lot because her mom all she ever did was talk about well scripture says this well scripture says this I can't remember what scripture verses those might have been but the Bible was always open on their table and there's this continuity. Okay, the Ogdens, Audrey's parents, Mary's parents, the Ogdens. And it's just like all these things are like, it's just clicking. And this girl's brother moves home from Moody Bible College in Spokane. And him and his wife come and they move in and into their house. They had, they had five siblings, so there was a big house. So they're, they are having... He starts this, like, siblings, you know, Bible study. And bring your boyfriends, bring your girlfriends, you know, whatever. You know, they have, like I said, a lot of siblings. So bring your whoever. Bring your friends. So we started studying Romans. And it was a, it was intense. Well, you, you guys have probably read Romans, but, man, it was intense. I was like, man, this is, this is crazy. He starts, he exposed, this guy exposes me to, like, the Louis Giglio uh, indescribable sermon about laminin. You guys, I'm sure you've heard that, right? 
And then there's, there were, he showed me who Paul Washer was. That dude got fired up. You probably know who Paul Washer is, right? Got, dude gets fired up. So anyway, I'm listening to this guy, and this guy, this, uh, this, uh, her, her older brother that's talking to me, his, his name's also Danny, okay? So this guy, Danny, is like, hey, um, let's hang out. Like, you and me, just hang out. So he's like, I think that dating is for marriage. And he's like, if you don't think that you're willing to marry someone, then you probably shouldn't date them. And I was like, oh, that's good, because I was actually looking for a way out of this relationship anyway. <laughs> so thanks for showing me a way to break up with your sister. So, so I dumped her. But in the meantime, I'm, I started hanging out with Danny again, because this girl got a job. And I was, I was actually, I had some free time, because she took up all my time. And uh, so don't, don't be manipulative, okay, guys? Just don't be manipulative. It's bad. It's really bad. So this girl started working, and I was like, hey, Danny, what are you doing tonight? He's like, well, I'm actually leading youth group tonight. Uh, this is the original Danny, Danny Ogden. He's like, I'm leading youth group tonight. I was like, oh, dude, I used to go to youth group. Can I come? So I get reconnected with this guy that used to, used to teach youth group here. His name was Jeff Bennett. He used to lead worship. Great dude. Um, so Jeff and I got connected, and we sit down and have coffee, and he says, Danny says that you would probably, you, that you would probably want to join a discipleship group. And I'm like, yeah, I think I would want to do that. I'd love to hang out with some guys. That'd be cool. Like, we'll study the Bible. I've been kind of studying the Bible in this book of Romans. Like, it'd be kind of cool. So... I was like, I told him, I said, if I say no to you, then I'll pretty much be saying no to God. So that was, this is my logic, right? So this is my trying to be a Christian logic, you know, very works-based, right? And so no, no grace here, right? All works. So that's, this is my thinking. Don't know what grace is. Um, so I, I end up um, joining this guy's discipleship group. And I'm actually getting to read and hear about the gospel, like, in the word, hearing about these guys' struggles and temptations. And I'm like, bro, why are you telling me this right now? And I'm just like, this is so vulnerable. Like, I don't like this, but yet I do. Like, it feels freeing. Like, I don't know what this is about. And it was just, it was that process. Like, I can't tell you guys a day that I became a Christian. Um, I believe that the Lord had truly opened my eyes over a period of time, um, like almost a decade. But <laughs> so it was just this unraveling of God's grace. And it was, I think it was clear that he wanted me, that he loved me and that he, um, there was no drastic, like, this is it. But it, it definitely felt like it clicked like two months into this discipleship group, which it, when I say discipleship group, it's just an in, kind of an intense like men's group that's heavy accountability, scripture memory, um, just in the word a lot. Like it was what I needed. And so that was, that was it. Like at that point is when I surrendered my life to Christ is because I, I'd, I had seen the gospel lived out in general revelation and people that had told it to me using special revelation and then reading scripture and it just all kind of clicked. And so it, 
um, it was an amazing, just, it was an amazing time of my life. Just, I was so obsessed with scripture and, uh, and memorizing and studying and just being in God's word. It was, it was incredible. And, uh, um, I was, I was just so thankful that the Lord had called me and that, um, that he just opened my eyes to his love and to who he is. Um, I'm very thankful for the timing and I could tell it was uh, obviously God's timing because like the next month I met my now wife who had been raised in a Christian family and would have wanted nothing to do with old Dusty. Um, Just no way. Like she's got way higher standards than that. So, um, so because of my past and everything, I just, I took, I took that, that relationship really slow. Um, uh, I waited a long time, actually longer than I should have to tell her that I liked her. And, um, uh, I just, you know, yeah, it was, it was just definitely a, a longer process because of my past. And so I just wanted to be very careful with um, my heart with her heart and just knowing um, the damage that I was capable of and uh, that I needed to be very mindful of that. So um, we ended up dating for seven months and then we broke up and she felt like the Lord had, was calling her to do something different. And um, that, was, that was an absolute shock to me because we had talked about getting married. Uh, we had talked... Uh, and mind you, I'm 19, almost 20, so that's kind of young. Uh, she was like 18, uh, so it was kind of young. Uh, looking back on it, I was like, yeah, we probably, probably should have pumped the brakes here. I definitely scared her off, I'll be honest with you. Uh, kind of an abrasive person. If anybody that knows me, I pretty much just give you a hug when I see you, so sorry, just who I am. Uh, as people say, it's just my personality type, you know. Anyway. <laughs> If you really don't like hugs, just tell me. I can try not to. So, anyway, uh, I'll I'll try to hold back. But um, anyway, so we ended up getting back together about a year later, and it, but in that time of being off, it was uh, being in a breakup. I didn't know that it was just a breakup. I thought it was like done. And so that whole time, I'm kind of chasing and trying to find this Savannah equal, my wife's name is Savannah, this equal to her, and it's just not happening. And I just, I, I definitely, I went from having this amazing year in 2015 to like a really bad year in 2016. Just kind of wondering, God, where are you? Like, what is happening? Like, that was a really good year. This is not a good year. Like, what's happening? Trying to figure out that God, that God does allow bad things to happen. And that was, that was challenging for me because that's not, I don't know. I guess I didn't catch that in the gospel presentations that I got before, that he does allow bad things to happen. I guess we didn't get that far. But I was realizing it, and I was living it, and I was like, holy smokes, this, is, this was like the love of my life, and now she's gone. So um, I was just trying to uh, navigate what that was like, um, being a, a new believer, being a, a, um, a guy that's just... Um, that was longing for a wife, and uh, the Lord had fulfilled that desire um, about a year later, and we started dating again. Uh, and so, anyway, I just say all that because it was just to encourage you guys, because it seems like the Lord's timing 
can sometimes feel like it takes forever. Um, and that even though it's a year, two years, three years that go by, um, it is, it's a blink of an eye for the Lord. I mean, it's a less than a fraction of a blink of an eye. So his timing is, is his timing. And, um, whether that be when I'm 14, I get say I'm saved, uh, by his grace or whether it's 19. And so, yeah, it's just, it, it's hard to, it's hard to fathom his timing. And so, um, just, um, if I can leave, leave you with anything, just, um, continue to just, uh, go to the Lord in just telling him that you are in fact, uh, not happy with where you are, but that you are faithful and that you want to honor him in whatever this season is. And so um, that would probably be the best advice that I could give you for what I was going through because I just was crying out, where are you, God? And I knew he was there the whole time, but I I didn't know. And looking back, I knew he was there. So he's there. He's never left your side. So anyway, thanks for letting me share, guys.